This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1225. How to Get Off the Emotional Roller Coaster and Date from a Centered Place, part one, by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Sunday. Greg Audino here, your host and narrator. Hope your weekend is going well, and thank you for taking some time out of it to join me on the show. Now, today on ORD, we're going to be starting part one of a two-parter from Melissa Josu. So over this episode and the next, I'm going to read her words about how to date from a centered place free of attachments. So with that being said, let's hop right into part one and start optimizing your life. How to Get Off the Emotional Roller Coaster and Date from a Centered Place, part one, by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. As we begin a new year, I want to send you a note of love, hope, and encouragement for the path that you're on right now in your dating life. Whether you're single, dating, or in a relationship, whether it's blissful, complicated, or both, you probably have a lot of hopes and expectations for how you want your life and relationships to play out this year. Maybe you're hoping that he finalizes his divorce, or makes those vacation plans that you've been talking about together, or that he finally commits so that you can be together grow together, and just have a normal, healthy relationship without all the drama and emotional ups and downs. One of the most challenging issues that many of my clients and blog readers struggle with in dating is feeling like they're on an emotional roller coaster. They feel anxious, out of control, and at the mercy of what's happening in the relationship. Can you relate? You feel wonderful and sky-high one moment, and then you're panicked and worried the next. Maybe he didn't return your text as quickly as he usually does, or the tone in his voice was different and you sensed something was off, or he just seemed a bit distant and preoccupied. His usual energy wasn't there. You start to feel anxious, wondering what he meant by that. Until the next time you see each other, or the next time he calls, or the next time he replies to your text. And then his attention fills you with reassurance that he's still there, still interested in you, and that you haven't lost him. I can certainly relate. Years ago, I had met a guy at work. He was charming, handsome, witty, but also a workaholic, emotionally withdrawn, and separated. At the time, that was so easy to overlook. There was an instant connection. I was strongly attracted to him. When we were together or made plans, I was overjoyed. When we weren't together or when I felt him pull away, I felt absolutely crushed. It was difficult to concentrate or enjoy anything else because... While on the outside I went through the motions of my day, on the inside I was anxious and scared. I worried about what he was thinking and feeling. There was even a time when I traveled out of the country for a few weeks and I struggled to enjoy my trip because all I could think about was him and whether he'd still be there when I got back. We had fought before I'd left. We were together for four years before I realized that he was never going to commit. But it was four years on an emotional roller coaster. Four years of ups and downs where I'd feel overjoyed or downright wrecked. When I didn't feel connected to him, when I didn't feel like he was there, I was not okay. And I just wanted to feel okay. I wanted that reassurance. I wanted to feel safe and secure. Even though I'm happily married today to a different guy, I fully admit that managing the emotional peaks and valleys is a constant practice for some instances in my life and relationships, even today which is why I really wanted to talk about this, especially at this time of year where we tend to look ahead, make plans, and create a lot of expectations. Because it's actually having expectations, 
having an attachment to a certain outcome that keeps us on the emotional roller coaster and sets us up for disappointment in our relationships. How do you know when you're attached to something? Well, I like the way Deepak Chopra puts it. Quote, The object of attachment can be anything. A great job, nice house, a satisfying relationship. It can be a prized possession or liking the way you look in the mirror. None of these things are attachments unless they pass one test. Are you afraid to lose them? Whatever you cannot lose without fear and distress, that thing is stuck to you. You identify with it. You are attached. End quote. So you can see how the roller coaster works. When you're attached, you're riding between the thrill of having something and the threat of losing it. And the frequent ups and downs leave you anxious and vulnerable. So how do we get off the roller coaster? Well, it begins with letting go, letting go of outcomes, which means letting go of expectations and practicing detachment. I realize it's much easier said than done. And as I mentioned, for me, it's a constant practice. But once you fully understand what letting go really means, how it empowers you, how it opens up possibilities, how it's an act of grace toward yourself and opens you to a much deeper sense of fulfillment, letting go becomes much easier. But first, it's important to clarify what letting go of expectations and practicing detachment is not. Because I admit that I balked when I first heard about letting go of expectations. It was confusing to me, especially as someone who is very goal-oriented and makes a living helping others achieve their goals. Having expectations of ourselves and others is a healthy thing, no? But that's where we create confusion. Letting go of expectations, or more accurately, practicing detachment from outcomes, is not a state of indifference. It's not about tolerating bad behavior, and it doesn't mean you don't strive or don't have any goals. We need a vision and goals in order to grow into our full potential, and to feel is to be human. It's okay to have emotions and to feel them. Denying your feelings and tolerating disrespect is unhealthy in any circumstance. So detachment and letting go is not about denying your feelings or being indifferent to the outcomes in your life or indifferent to how you're treated or avoiding setting goals. It's actually the very opposite of that. It's about having a much deeper awareness of your human experience, but from a place of being centered and a place of profound openness, not attachment. To be continued... You just listened to part one of the post titled, How to Get Off the Emotional Roller Coaster and Date from a Centered Place, by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. Okay, gang, and it's been a great start to this post. A lot more to get through tomorrow, though. I'm going to go ahead and save my commentary for then once we've heard the article in its entirety and can take all of Melissa's guidance into consideration. That being said, I am wishing you a great rest of your day and looking forward to sharing the rest tomorrow. Be safe out there, and I will see you in 24 hours for the rest of this post. That's where your optimal life awaits.